26 pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The Miami Dolphins select. That's so Dolphins talk with John Baker and Trigger Trey Proctor. Let me check your pulse if you're not fired up. Dude, are we good? Dude, what did that seem in the league? If you don't have eye black at home, you better go get some eye black. Oh my god, we're back. Hello and welcome into another edition of That's So Dolphins Talk. You got myself, John Baker, and the co-pilot, Trigger Trey Proctor. We're back for a Finns Week 2 review. Uh, we got a big win, Sunday night, primetime football. Mm-hmm. Rump. Mm-hmm. Bumbling, stumbling into a win against the Patriots, 24 to 17. What a game, Triggs. What a game. Dude, what a game. What what a way to finally, not finally, but continue to show that this team is not the same old Dolphins. We are the brand new Dolphins. And we normally lay eggs on primetime. Mm-hmm. And we that's part of the reason why I think we're a joke to the national media and we finally you know had someone eat some, had some people eating some words on uh Sunday night football which was nice yeah it felt pretty much like from the beginning of the game that the Finns were in control up until about with like four and a half minutes left and then all hell broke loose the game was much was not as close as the score indicated yeah um, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, the the and I think my initial takeaways from this game is that uh, the defense responded very well. I really like uh, uh, David Long. Thank you, Vic Fangio, for putting David Long back in the does line. He li- dude, does he listen to the pod? <laughs> does he listen? Dude, is Fang listening to the pod? Is Darth, what do they call him? Uh, Lord Lord Fangs. Lord Fangs. Is Lord Fangs listening to the pod? Because I tell you what, like everything we recommended was changed. The only thing mm-hmm. that was not recommended was special teams. Mm-hmm. I think the, uh, and a huge immediate uh, takeaway is that we're 2 0 on the road to start, which means that we got a long stretch at the end of the season where we're at home. And that's huge huge especially to go on the road in foxborough is not easy to do um we're up we're up basically three games on the chargers right now oh dude i don't think chargers are making playoffs i don't think they are either but i mean if you if you think about like playoff contenders we're yeah. up we're up two games on the Bengals. Mm-hmm. we're up two and a half on the chargers we're up two and a half on the patriots Dude, the the Bengals, man, they look bad. They look bad. Yeah. We've been talking about all summer long that I didn't think that the Bengals did anything to get better. They they got worse. They didn't address anything in the secondary, and they had a defense. They had a very opportunistic defense, kind of like what we want the Finns defense to be, very opportunistic. And they lost a lot on the back end, and they didn't fill any of it back in. And mm-hmm. it's a huge hole. Like, I don't know. The way that Lamar was slicing him up makes makes guy it gotta make everybody in the AFC a little bit nervous if Lamar's gonna be standing in a clean pocket like that, slinging the tate around. Yeah, but they can't keep anybody healthy, so I don't know. That's... I don't know what's going on in Baltimore that they yeah. can't anybody healthy down there. <laughs> and, yeah, and, man, but uh, overall, I mean, overall I thought it was a good game. I thought um, you know, 
Tua delivered again. He, you know, he didn't have his, the eye-popping numbers like he did week one, but, I mean, that's not going to happen every single game. So if a down game for him is 250 and a tud, then I'm, I'm happy. Um, obviously, the interception is annoying. It seems like he, like – I Mike Mike talked about it. Um, I think it's like the – I think it's the killer instinct in him. He's got that Kobe in him. I think he had the opportunity to come in and, and uh, basically win that game on that throw is what he was trying to do. Um, and it just, I didn't think it was necessary at the time. Um, the other thing I thought was interesting was us sending out Sanders to kick that field goal instead of just going for it. I get why kicking the field goal, like you should be able to kick a 55 yard field goal to take a two score lead. Um, and the Dolphins can't do that because Jason Sanders is one of the worst kickers on the planet outside of 50 yards. How is it possible to be? a hundred percent at 49 yards. And then the second that there's a five in the front of the digits, you just miss everything. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's so frustrating. I know that McAfee broke it down today on that, on the field goal. Like there was a telltale sign. And obviously the fact that, you know, the, the Patriots had Jake Bailey in the building for years and they know exactly what he's going to do when he's going to snap it and all that. I don't think I've ever seen something like that before. So cool. It was so cool. It, yeah, seriously, hats off to the Pats because that was that was awesome. Like the way the dude flew in there like that twice was I don't understand how they just let him do it the second time. I mean, obviously he got responsibilities, but like they they did it two times and was wildly successful. And now I feel like everyone's gonna steal that move now. So someone's gonna figure out how to stop it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think that the 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 Tua thing is there, there's always one in, in every single game Tua always has one. And and like in the chargers game, he didn't, he had multiple ones, but he didn't, they didn't hurt. And that one almost kind of hurt, but it didn't, I mean, it still felt like, like that would have been the dagger in the coffin. If he would have yeah. got that last night, I feel like if he didn't float it as much, if it was more of a dart, it would have been perfect, but well, he got crushed. He was getting crushed. Austin Jackson fell over. Yeah. The line played well though. I got that. Yeah, get that coming up later. But yeah, they 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 played well. We ran the ball well. Yeah. Uh, my my only final takeaway is that Miami continues to bend over Boston and, and just own them. And it I love it. So good, so good to just beat Boston all week long. All we heard about was that Mac Jones is better than Tua, and I think I do got to give props to Mac Jones because I thought he played better than usual. Mm-hmm. he's played well. I think that definitely helps that they got Bill O'Brien in there. They just got nobody to throw to, and I love it. Dude, that, that Giuseppe, <laughs> looking like a wounded giraffe, throwing the ball backwards to a lineman. Thank God that, that he did not do that in a Finns uniform, man. I would have came on this podcast. I would have murdered him worse than I did last year because he got it a lot for me last year. But, hey, uh-huh. but Mikey – Keep it up, baby. Keep it up. Keep, do a couple more of those. Oh, man. Fuck him. But I'm sure he's a nice guy, though. I don't care. Um, uh, do you got any more takeaways? Um, No, no, nothing. Nothing that we won't talk about. Yeah, uh, so we'll get into the good, bad, and the ugly. Um, good, obviously... For me, the run game, 
finally. Uh, it feels like we've been waiting on that run game like that for over a year now. Yeah. Like, Mostert being a bell cow and, you know, like he definitely looks better. He looks way more physical, which is a huge mm-hmm. plus. Um, and we still got Jeff. Don't forget, we got Jeff Wilson still just lingering out there. What's going on with Ed Hefe? I don't know what's going on with old Ed Wilson, but um, he's still hanging around. I don't. He didn't. They put him on the IR, so he's going to be around. Oh, I um, um, good for me. D- defense, like they answered the the bell. Um, and I think they heard a lot of the criticism about the run defense, and I think you know. Fangs later and got a fix. I also think the Chargers line might just be really, really good. Um, so that's something to consider in terms of how our D line looked. Thought Deshaun Hand had a, a pretty good game. Uh, I know they called him up to play on the, the the D line there. I thought he had a pretty good game. He got some active snaps. Um, Andrew Van Ginkle was like he like welcome to the world last night. He like was getting so much love from Collinsworth and you know they kept like yeah and they kept. They kept like profiling him last night, so um, I- shout out to him. Rich Eisen called him a budding star in this off in this defense today, or basically something like that. But that was wild. He almost gets cut every year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He doesn't almost get cut, but he was a little outcasted. Well, no, he has. He's had like a lot of good moments, like that Rams game from like two years ago. Absolutely balled out that game. Oh yeah has these games he's good for like two of these a year but i think it's difference now is the scheme like the scheme is fit for him to just go and without yeah. him stepping in there on that fourth uh that fourth and four like if he didn't step in and try to go for the ball like that the strange probably gets that first down yeah but uh yeah I, another good for me is that um the o-line had a lot of good push uh obviously there's still issues on the line that we're going to talk about in the bad and the ugly, uh, but totally in love with the way that this line is playing without Teron Armstead. I feel like, uh-huh. like, what do, what do we do with Austin Jackson when Teron comes back? Do we move Kendall to the right, right tackle? I know that's what I'm saying. Like Ken, cause Kendall's played so well. Do we move him to the right tackle? Of course. I, like, I don't know. It's like totally different though. Yeah. It's a whole different ball game. I don't know. I wonder I mean, Teron's got to play. Speaking of people coming back from injury, did you see that? Um, I forget who. I think it was. Might have been Marquette. Someone, one of the Dolphins beat writers, posted about Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. and might have been Cameron Wolf actually, and said that the way Ramsey looks, that they think he's coming back closer to Halloween than to Thanksgiving. Yeah, I saw that. Well, they should. Someone caught a video of him on the fourth and four or whatever it might have been x's interception i can't remember but the way like he was running down the sideline looked totally fine yeah speaking of which x is locking down Devontae parker makes me so happy dude that's what (laughs) that's the other thing that i had for good is that x got on the board with a pick yeah great Um, yeah and it was against parker which makes it even better right yeah wish it would have been on i wish it would have came down and got one on jacecki too while it was at Um, all right, bad for me is Mike McDaniel's ability to challenge plays or whoever he has in the booth telling him when to challenge because he is so bad at challenge flags. That <laughs> one wasn't even close. I mean, I was fishing, trying to be like, oh, well, maybe. Wasn't even close, man. Like, I don't – that's someone's job is to tell him. Yeah. And this. I don't get it. 
what was hilarious about the other challenge is just Belichick waiting on that that ref to get in spot and just pick it out of his sock and just launch it like a like a dart right into the ground. Beside. That was awesome. That, that was, was awesome. Great. Um, bad bad for me is is Connor Williams, dude. Like, what are we? Oh my god! What are we doing? It's back to back weeks, dude. Man's almost cost us the game. What we can't do it. We can't be. It's, it's damn NFL, man. You put Liam Eikenberg in there. We, dude, they ain't putting Eiken Turd in there. If they're, <laughs> he's a backup center. Yeah, I'll show you a backup center. Hell, I'll get in there before <laughs> they let Eikenberg back in there. Shit, I don't want him anywhere near this line. I mean, Kendall Lamb, can we just put? Can we just make two of him, or can we make another uh, Robert? You're Hunt? just making Kendall Lamb in every position. You think you can play every position? But who would have said that? Like at the beginning of the can season? Isaiah Wynn play center? And we bump. I don't know because Connor. he because he he played right tackle. What if they move? What if that's a move? What if they put Win at right tackle and bump Lamb in to guard? Or is he probably not? He's probably not good enough to play. No, guard. you're better off. You're, if you're gonna put anyone, be put Lamb over a tackle. Why don't they put Jackson at go, at at left guard? Put Isaiah Win over at right tackle. I mean, we don't need to shuffle. Why are we shuffling that much? <laughs> so I would like to get Connor Williams in. Connor Williams is a freaking guard, and it's frustrating that he's not playing guard. Yeah, it is. But the way that he handled the most uh, touchdown, the second one, the long run yesterday, like they had a, uh, it wasn't a baldy breakdown, but the way that he started the first block and went immediately to the double team, like it, I mean, few guys can do that in the NFL like that. I know he is a dog. I like him, but he just cannot snap the football, man. No, that when they snapped it, when he snapped it right into his ass cheeks, I, dude, I thought that I thought that was the end. That was the end. But they screwed. Did you see that we we fumbled the um kneel down snap at the end? Yeah, I know. What the fuck? How do we do that? I, if we came on a kneel down, dude, dude, I would have quit the team. <laughs> Ross better put the team up for sale if we would have done that. Yeah, my God. Um, yeah, other bad for me is Austin Jackson. I, I think he did not have a good game at all. No. Now, granted, the Patriots line is – they got a pretty good D line. I mean – Yeah, Judon's a stud. Yeah. Um, I just thought Austin – it seemed like it was not the same as week one, which I guess you can't always, um, you know, expect – to have the same production you have week over week, but it seems like he digressed, he digressed a little bit. So um, I'm just hoping to, you know, see him bounce back this week against the Broncos because he, he's on my bad. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really, uh, I'm hoping that he bounces back. I think it's going to be good that everybody gets home and we have a home game for once. Cause that does suck that you got to start the season. Like you got to go the whole way to the left coast. And now you got to come the whole way back to the opposite side on the other coast. Like you gotta do that back to back weeks. It's not easy to do. Uh-huh. So, um, but I'm but I guess the, the good thing is that we got the win, an early win in Foxborough out of the way, which is good. Yep. Uh, and, and then my bad is um the one two a bonehead decision. He's he gets into that push in, like he's got it feels like he's just he plays hero like he it's almost like he can't help himself at one point in the game, he's gotta play hero ball. Yeah, and that's and that's fine. Like sometimes you need that, but like we can't do it every damn game. Like that, yeah, 
the spot to do that last night. But I mean, at some, I can see him getting super frustrated at some point because when they're playing three damn safeties. That, yeah, I've not, I, that looks like a high school defense. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, and and for the Dolphins to still be able to get 250 passing yards and then 100 and whatever rushing yards on top of that, like he still had over 300, like almost 400 uh, total yards of offense. Like, I mean, we can't can't even be mad at that. As no, much, I love it. This offense is so uh, special. Exactly. Like as much as what as good of a defense as the Patriots have, it, it, which yeah, like they were missing some players that probably would have helped them overall, but everyone's got injuries. I mean, Santa felt like we're going to be without Waddle, which is my last bad is probably the fact that Waddle is going to be in the protocol uh, and might not play this week. So that's like my only other bad, but um, it felt like a pretty dominating game till the end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and which will lead into the ugly Jason Sanders should not be on this football team. No, he should not. I don't understand it. I don't we know. can't even kick a 55-yard field goal, which, like... That's a standard in the NFL now. A 55-yard field goal is a, it's a legitimate standard. If you cannot kick a 55-yard field goal, you you got to go for it. I, like, it's, And I don't understand. We've given him plenty of chances. A lot plenty of chances. Too He's got to go. They better be bringing in kickers. Hey, Blankenship, Rodrigo, buddy, we know you're out there. Get that leg warmed up. Get that groin warmed up, buddy. Mm-hmm. They're swinging. Mm-hmm. I don't even. We don't. Even, I don't even know if Blankenship. We need. You need him. I don't even call. I don't even care if they call Janikowski back in there. Call Sebastian up. See what he's doing. Get Seabass in there. Get that thing swinging. Seabass, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I just don't. I, I man, I just. That's another six points we leave on the board between the the block and that. So that's thirty. That's thirty to seventeen. Hold up a ball game. 30 to 17, like it would have been 30 to 10 probably at that point. Yep. So yeah, totally the ugly is the kicking game and and it's it sucks. Like, can Jake Bailey can he kick? I don't know. We need to hold an open competition. I don't even care. Get Vince Papali down there. Maybe McAfee can kick. Dude, see McAfee will kick. Who cares, dude? Get him down. I just want him on the get him on the squad. Get him on the squad, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my that's my ugly as well as, as Jason Sanders. So yeah. Uh but yeah, stock up, stock down. Who you got for stock up? Stock up, Bradley Chubb, who was on stock down list for us last week, came back. Strong mm. with a big meaty swing of a mitt to get a fumble, which yeah. I thought I saw that coming the whole way. You could see him tracking it down. I uh-huh. said, "Oh, here we go, baby!" Um, and he had, I think he had like six QB pressures, three QB hits, sack, a couple tackle for loss. Mm-hmm. He's all the way back. He's all the way, which we needed with Jalen Phillips being out. Right? Yeah. Uh, Ogba. That's another thing I kind of want to put on the stocked out or uh the bad was Ogba. I totally forgot to, I missed Ogba. I felt like Ogba didn't do shit the whole game again. I didn't even, I didn't even see him on the field. I mean I know he was on the field but I didn't see him on the field. Notice him, yeah. Um for me stock up is Alec Ingold. Way up. Dude, the way that he was bullying dudes, they sent him to just block by himself Christian Barrymore last night. And mm-hmm. that 
and he blew him up the entire game. Alec Engel. That's why. That's why we weren't worried about drafting a tight end because they knew Alec Engel was going to fill that role. That is true. Um, I'm going to add to my stock up Durham Smythe. Yeah, he's had a great season so far. Good year so far. He does just enough to where you don't even have to worry. Mm-hmm. Be open on a little flare. He's mm-hmm. going to open. He's going to get one to two catches. He's going to block. Like he. Diamond in the rough in that uh in that draft was Durham Smythe. Yeah, I'm a big Durham Smythe guy. I'm happy with the way he's playing. I'm happy to see him and these role players supplement that Braxton Berrios is of the world. Um supplement supplement Tyreek and, and Jalen. Um offense is special, man. I mean, even if Jalen is down, like you still feel like you have people, you have easy E that can step in there. Again, it's not gonna be the same, but um at the end of the day, we just need someone to produce outside of Tyreek Hill, and I think we have that with Jalen being out, if he is. Yeah, because if if Jalen is out, you still have Barrios, you still have uh, Craycraft, you still got mm-hmm. Tama, we got Cedric Wilson, where the fuck's he at? Like he didn't, Inactive. He, he didn't even have a stock. because he Speaking of which, before we, why is there, I tried to look it up, I have no idea why there's NFL inactives. Okay, yeah, you. I know you want to get into this. So, what, what's going on? What's going on with your inactive list? What would your beef with the inactive list? I don't understand. What's the reason for not letting everyone be active? When I looked online, it said it was created to allow player or coaches to keep injured players on the team and not put them on the IR. Which, okay, that's cool. The injured players on the team, but why do you have to have a set amount of inactives every week? I just don't get it. I don't know. Maybe it's part of the CBA. For what? What is the benefit? Uh, I don't know. I actually don't know why is why there's a benefit because it's not like because if like people if if you get into a really bad situation like they didn't have the quarterback rule until this year so like I don't know why 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 is there an inactive yeah why is it, it was like a whole thing do they keep three quarterbacks because then they'd have to make one inactive every week like why I just don't understand if you're on the team you're on the team yeah. That is weird. Are we just overthinking it? I, I don't know what the point is. Like, is it for player protection? Like, just make them inactive so they can't even play? Yeah, but, like, I feel like being able to have them available, like, just in case. I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. Did if they- anybody's out there and, and it actually listens to us, can you comment below and please tell us? Yes. Why they <laughs> watching? If you're watching on YouTube, let a comment down below. If you're uh, listening, hit us up on uh, the underscore Podsky on Twitter and Instagram. Hit up uh, Trigger Trey at UnsadFins Fan on mm-hmm. Twitter uh, and let us know because we we need to know because we've been talking about this for a while now. Like, what's the point of the inactive list? And then on top of that, did the Patriots even put up an inactive list last night? They didn't. It was so late. It was so late. I was like, I knew they were going to be down a couple linemen. Doesn't that doesn't something happen to them if they don't put up that list? Yeah, they should be fined. But it clearly doesn't matter because they can run touchdown plays with seventeen offensive linemen in the end zone, blocking people while everyone's catching it. The yeah. only team I know they can run a screen pass forty yards downfield. I never saw that. Like I, I can't even. And I get like Patriot fans want to be upset about the final play, but like I don't even know how it's he, he didn't make he's it. Clearly short, he's clearly short. Everyone, I, I saw this one thing on uh, Boston Sports where they 
man, I wish that Parakeet Cortez was a huge Finns fan because that would have been phenomenal to, to listen to him call in to the sports hub just to say something <laughs> stupid about the about the Finns. Um, but the like they were like, why don't you just give it to him? Just give it to him. Well, yeah, because of the yeah, <laughs> just handing out wins that we just handed. Yeah, out. like no, you either got it or you didn't. I would be just as pissed off if the same thing happened to the Finns, which pretty much had happened for the previous twenty years before. So I don't understand. Like, damn, let's have one. Yeah, they're always trying to just let to- us. I mean, give we- us our year, bro, with uh, two at the helm. So I mean, what? A- and now we're we're getting greedy. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, another st- back back to the stock up, stock down. Uh, another stock up for me is David Long. Like I mentioned mm-hmm. in my takeaways, dude was lying all over the place. Lord Fangs, he's listening to the pod. He has to. I know, dude. Because look, Brad the Chubb was on stock down, played well. David Long was on stock down, played well. Mm-hmm. Um, Connor Williams was on stock down, did not play much better. Well, played better, still had a bonehead move. Yeah, true, true. Um, another stock up for me, last stock up for me is um, Christian Wilkins. I'm sorry, Raekwon Davis. Raekwon yeah. Davis might have had his best game as a Dolphin. He was, he was almost unblockable, dude. Yeah, like that. Where was that? Where has that been? I don't know. He was awesome last night. He's yeah, that they got Raekwon, dude. Like Raekwon's awesome. And I feel like he's finally getting a chance to, uh, especially with like the rotation that they run. Like he's been, yeah, he's not gonna get lost in the shuffle anymore. So I really like Raekwon Davis and I really like him in the defensive scheme now. Um defense looks so good, man. Yeah, yeah. Um the one last stock up that I have is Raheem Mostert, which I mentioned earlier, but um do we uh do we need to go get Jonathan Taylor? <laughs> no, I don't want him. I don't think we need him. We don't. I don't think we need. I don't think. I mean, this sounds. It sounds insane. This sounds crazy. But after two weeks, I don't know if we need to go out and get Jonathan Taylor. I don't think we need to waste draft capital or money on Jonathan Taylor right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, dude, how, buddy, how happy are we? that we wanted Dalvin Cook so badly and look at what he's done in the first two weeks versus what Raheem Mostert's done in the first two weeks. I know. I know. I did want Dalvin Cook. I still we – I still – we I'm still in on Dalvin Cook. I think that Jets line is just a dumpster fire. So uh, I feel bad for him. Sorry, buddy. He should have came to Miami. Should have. Um, stock down. All we got obvious contenders for stock down. And I think that all three are that we all we got the same three on stock down. Well, I'll tell you now, number one stock down, Eli Apple. <laughs> what in God's green earth? What is he, is doing? he doing? Why is he starting over Cater? Well, I don't know that. That was weird. Why the hell was he starting over Cater? I don't know. I didn't like And that. why is Cam Smith not getting any burn if Eli Apple was playing that bad? I wholeheartedly agree. Devontae Parker looked like a freaking pro bowler last night. <laughs> he did at some points, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I did not like the fact that Eli Apple was number two. Like, I totally get he's a veteran, and I don't know if 
if Fangs don't trust Kohu yet or not, but I felt like Kohu played damn good last week. That there's no reason to put Eli Apple over him. Still, yeah, I don't. I, don't know burn on Brandon Jones either. I didn't even notice him out there again. He was on special teams, but he's still not getting. I don't. I, I guess in the shuffle. I. I don't know. I mean, I don't mean I don't really know. Is he is Deshaun Elliott better than him? I think he is. Deshaun Elliott's been balling. This whole the, the secondary's been playing well. Like literally, if you look at these games, it's a you know a stupid penalty that's called that shouldn't be, or Eli Apple getting beat. That's usually what beats us. Well, I mean, I know that one point, like Eli Apple, like he had that one PI that was absolutely not PI. Correct. Now, I mean that yeah, there was ones and he gets got straight up beat on others, but um yeah, I don't know. I, I felt like there was some lopsided calls. It ultimately ended in the in like what people are gonna say. It ended up in the Finns lap, but um I, I don't I don't know. It felt like there's a lot of ticky tack like PI fouls going on right now. Mm-hmm. Is that just me? Like No, because but, but the other thing is they didn't call the one on Waddle and, and where he clearly got tackled trying to come back to the football. Yeah. I'm I hate that so I, I was pretty I was pretty excited. Some quick thoughts on Waddle. I was pretty excited last night because Waddle was standing off to the side in the one Tyreek um, interview and said they were saying something about like, uh, is Waddle okay? And like Waddle looked over and smiled and they both looked over and smiled at each other. And then they're like, he's good, but he's in the protocol. So we'll see. I don't know. Probably have to do the protocol. They probably have to do the protocol. It looked, it didn't look good. But it makes me hella nervous uh, for this coming week with that headhunter out there. I know. He's going to get that out there right now. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, Eli Apple stocked down on that dude. We didn't. Now, granted, he played really well last week. I I know. I know. I think this is just going to be the way that it is this year with Eli Apple. We're going to have ups and downs. And then once we get Ramsey back, hopefully, like, what, we think in six, five, six weeks, maybe less. The way that he's looking on the sidelines, I don't know, man. He might be back. He's. I think he might be back for that Jets game. That'd be fire. When is the Jets game? Is that like week? What? I don't even know. Is it eight? Is it week eight? That's what I thought. I was going to say week eight. I don't know, but yeah, stock down on uh, stock down on oh, uh, Eli Apple. What else you got on stock down? Other than the two yes. ones. Jason Sanders is stocked down. Jason Sanders does not have a stock. Yeah, Jason Sanders that. is about to get delisted. That's how lack of a stock he has. He, oh my God, he's so bad, man. So bad. I just don't understand it. Anytime he comes out for a kick, I immediately think that he's not making it. I, I, I 100%. I'm like, well, should we not have just went for it? Like, I don't understand why. Oh, the okay. one boneheaded decision I can't get with Mike. So, uh, no, uh, Ramsey's definitely coming back before week 12. That's oh, yeah. He might be back. That's the first Jets game? Yeah, week 12. I would like to have him back for Thanksgiving game against Cowboys. Uh, thanks. That is, that. that's the Black Friday game. Yeah. For that, that's the Jets game. It's a Black Friday game. Don't we play the, don't we play the Cowboys in Thanksgiving? No, we play the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. Play Cowboys Christmas Eve, yeah. That's what I mean. I'm sorry, I meant the Jazz, yeah. Man, I'd love to have I'd love to have him back after either week eleven or a Kansas City game. Kansas City's when's our 
The buys. Yeah. Are- week 10. Yeah. He's probably come back. We go. Hopefully earlier. Hopefully earlier. If dude, what if he came back for that uh, for that Eagles game on Sunday night? That's week seven. That I'll be at. Oh, you're going to that game? Mm-hmm. Me and Josh. Oh, oh my dude. Godspeed to you guys. Hell <laughs> <Damn>, no. <laughs> oh my god. Hell no. Who you got next on stock down? Uh, I got Sanders and Connor Williams. Like they, yeah, that's my other one too. Um, I I thought so. This was early, early in the game. I had Holland on stock down, but as the game progressed, I was like, that was pretty stupid. Like that was just one play. I, got- I was down on Holland. He had a couple. He had the first first two series. I thought he played really poorly, and then um, yeah, he answered. He, that's what good players do. They have downs, and then they don't they don't let it be consistent. So yeah, it's almost like he doesn't. He gets a he's a he's got to get in rhythm one, which I totally understand. But then there's other points where it's like he almost doesn't seem fully comfortable in it yet, which totally no one's going to be in game two. But um, but he totally redeemed himself, and I was not mad at him anymore at all at the by the end of the game. So um, but yeah, that's that. I only had the the three the three usuals: Eli Apple, Connor Williams, and Jason Sanders to stock down. Yep, that's mine three. Yeah. Uh, but looking to next week, we got the we got the Broncos and it, with a team that they're 0-2. Uh, Sean Payton absolutely does not want uh, Russell Wilson as his quarterback. Um, we got a headhunter on defense. It's going around directly targeting people, which makes me nervous. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't the, – the Broncos – I don't even know any, like, is there deep? I don't even know what to even say about the Broncos. Like, this could be really, it could, I don't want them to, I don't want the Finns, I don't want them to sneak up on the Finns. I don't want the Finns overlooking the Broncos for the. Yeah, that's, and that's what I feel like is going to happen. The spread's minus seven right now with the Waddle news. I would imagine Waddle was probably about a point to a half point. So that'll probably go down to six and a half or six for the spread. But like, we can't. This needs to be. This is one of those games where, like, if we are a team that we 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 believe we are home opener against a team that we should easily beat, that we're heavily favored. Be, we need to just go in there and, and win by win by three scores. Like this needs to be a a seventeen point football game when the final bell rings. Like that needs that. We need to have that killer instinct. How many times has it been like a last second field goal or even us dropping a game like this? You know, in the past, we just like. A nice Russell play. Wilson can be dangerous. Russell Wilson can be dangerous. Yes. But can. we also got to remember this is a Bradley Chubb and Fangs revenge game. So that too. That too. That's that's another thing we can't remember. We got we can't forget. Um, but yeah, we got that. And then I, I don't even know even who they got on the back end anymore. Like I know they still got Pat's retain and yeah, is Frank Clark playing there now? Like yeah, I think so. Um, I think he got hurt. Yeah, I think you're right. But um, yeah, I mean, if the if the commanders are putting up thirty five points on them, we should be able to put up forty on them. Yes, we need to drop a forty burger and win by seventeen. Yeah, it like yeah, I feel very confident in that. And home opener, do that, and we're two and zero. Oh, that place better be freaking rocking. Yeah, I I'm excited. I'm excited for a final. I'm finally excited for a one o'clock Sunday game. Yep, and we got Kevin Harlan on the call again. 
I love Harlan. Harlan. I love Kevin Harlan. Dude, Kevin Harlan is such a good play caller. He's got heel. He's got heel. <laughs> he loves Tyreek Hill. Um, but yeah, I I am super. Couldn't be uh, super excited. I I was kind of worried to start the year. I really thought we were going to start off one and one. Came out with two kind of nail biter ish games at the end, and we're 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 on our way, dude. What's the rest of our schedule look like here? So the sketchy is um it's looking like we got the Broncos this weekend. We got the Bill at Bills the following weekend. Then we have See, that's games. why this game is like classic trap game, dude. Big trap game. Uh we got two home games then against the Giants and the Panthers. Hopefully those should be wins. Then we go to Philadelphia. Then we're at home against the Patriots. So we get the Patriots done early this year, which is really weird. So we need to be going into that Eagles game. We need to be going into that five game. and either. either five and one or six and zero. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Are, I don't know if are the Eagles are they? I don't. I think the Eagles. I'm were, gonna hold my judgment on them. They yeah. might not be as good as I thought. I'm gonna hold 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 off judgment. I'm gonna hold off judgment on on cheats too a little bit too. I think I, don't, I seriously think we can contend with these teams. Like I don't I don't want to like get out there and say like oh my gosh we're gonna go 17 and 0. Like that's not gonna happen. Like losses are gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But, Wouldn't it be? Is it like talk about NFL scriptwriter? If the only person to best the 1972 streak and force them to no longer pop champagne every year is the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Um, but yeah, I, I think that if we're going into that Eagles game 6-0 and or 5-1, and at worst 4-2, and um, I think we should be okay. As long as we get to, if we get to the bye week with, um, if we're 6-3, and not super, like, not letting go of the rope, 6-3 and is still good. Would love to be um, eight and one. If we're going into that Chiefs game, eight and one, no. or eight and a, or nine and zero, oh, like um, okay, we're looking ahead. We got the Broncos. Let's just, let's just play the Broncos. Let's just play the Broncos when we get a time. When we get a time. Yep. yep. Uh, but we got the Broncos this weekend. One o'clock. CBS. Kevin Harlan's on the call, and that usually means good things for the Finns. So and broke the Finns broke the uh, commentator curse last night. Uh, NFL Network picked uh picked Patriots. Perfect. Thank you. Or no, they uh, they picked the Dolphins. Dolphins, but yeah. we actually did win, so we actually broke the curse, which never happens. So I love the Dolphins so much. <laughs> we're so oh my god, we're back. Oh my god, we're back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, make sure that you, um, if you're not watching, if you're listening to this in podcast form, you can watch along on YouTube uh, at Posky with John Baker. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at the underscore Posky. You can catch uh, Trey on Twitter at unsad fins fan. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at uh, the underscore Posky as well. And uh, but yeah, check us out. Give us comments. Uh, what you liked about the game? What you're looking forward to for the rest of the season? And uh, we'll see you next week. Hopefully after a big fins dub against the Broncos. Fins up.